So give me some insight. Give me some, I wanna, I wanna get your perspective on time management, what works for you. So uh, the first question for me I would like to ask is, oh, firstly, I'd like to appreciate you for actually jumping on uh, the podcast and sharing your, your, your wisdom or your information and your knowledge. So the first question I want so to much. ask you is, uh, jumping right straight into it, uh, how do you prioritize your tasks? Um, okay, basically how I prioritize my task is, is usually based on what's more impactful to my future and, and where I'm going. Because mm -hmm. many of the times that um, we have a lot of tasks at hand, but then it is not every task that we that we have that is impactful to to our future and and where we're going. So I usually rate my my tasks based on how they impact my my tomorrow. It could be next week, could be the other month, or two years from from now. So that's my structure for prioritizing my tasks. Okay, so what impacts your future? So in, in this particular, can you, can you share an example of two different, two, three different tasks that you prioritize differently according to how they impact your future? Okay, so I'll give an example of, let's say I've got um, a deadline of recording podcast and putting out a podcast. And I also have to stick to my workout schedule because I try to work out and and mm -hmm. be healthy on daily basis mm -hmm. yeah um so in that scenario when i am faced with both i will obviously prioritize recording my my podcast because then it puts me it puts it positions me in in a place of where people can can see to say okay niza has some some insights on whatever it is that he he shares about and they can tell the next person and who knows, maybe tomorrow I'll be called for a speaking engagement on brand management or personal development in, in the UK. Yeah, so that's that's an example of how I would prioritize based on where I'm going in the future. Not that my, my health is not important, mm -hmm. but in that time and season that, that, in the time and season that I'm in right now, I think positioning myself for where I'll be tomorrow is is more important. More important. Than, yeah. Okay. Yes. Great. Yes. Now, uh -huh. So now, in that situation, what happens? I'm pretty sure you, like every other person, gets distractions. How do you? Yeah. yeah. How do you limit your distractions? Because you said there's workout and there's podcasting. What do you do? Yeah. Or how do you manage your distractions that come in between? you doing either one of your two priority tasks um okay i'm not gonna say it's very easy <laughs> it's something that um I'm, I'm still trying to get the handle on mm -hmm. but um it's it, it all it all comes down to to me being honest with with myself mm -hmm. and true to myself and say um whatever it is that i would consider a distraction is it for momentary gratification or is it something that will impact me in, in the long time? So if I rate it in, into the category of, okay, this would just gratify me momentarily, mm -hmm. I would definitely, definitely um, 
try to, by all means, to, to put it aside. At times, maybe a chill would come up. Come up. Maybe your friends want to link up for coffee, mm-hmm. uh, maybe watch soccer or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, spending time with friends is, is very important. But if it comes at the wrong time and at the cost of you building towards what you want to build towards, it's, it's a distraction. Yeah, then comes in the, the conversation of discipline and working around a discipline on prioritizing what's more important to you. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> interesting, that you talk about, interesting that you talk about disciplines. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how, <laughs> how do you jump on and manage your deadlines? Because, I mean, for you to hit a deadline definitely requires a lot of discipline. So, how do you mm-hmm. manage your deadlines? All right, so I'll start by sharing my first deadline every day. My first deadline every day is to make my bed before leaving the house. Um, so I think when it comes to managing deadlines, I really try to do it before before time, like way ahead of, of time. Yeah, so say I leave the house at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., or 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. If I wake up or start my day at 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., that's the best time for for me to to make my bed yeah so i'll give an example of the field that i mean it's a field that's full of of deadlines like graphics design is is a field that's full of excuse me deadlines so what i try as much as possible is to do work ahead of time Mm. so let's say i have a conversation with a client they say no we need a logo design um how long will it take tell them it will take business working days I try as much as possible to be done with it in one business working so that at least by the time it's two business working days, I already have some to, to send to them. And I'd be lying if I say that I slack on deadlines at, at times. So I've noticed that most of the times when I slack on, on deadlines is it's because of procrastination. I thought I had enough time. Mm. But then the problem is that uh, time Time is like a river, you know, the water that flows now and passes at the river will never come back again. And that's the same thing with, with time. Exactly. Yeah. So in as much as, in as much as we have the next minute or, or the next hour, the best minute or the best hour is, is right now. So I think that's, that's, that's what really helps me when it comes to beating deadlines. Yeah. I, li- I like what you say about the, as much as we have the next minute and the next hour, the, the best minute yeah. and the best hour is right now. Uh, and you've mentioned yes, procrastination. Uh, a deadly, <laughs> <laughs> a deadly, deadly <laughs> thing right now. Like a lot of us, I'm also like uh, a victim. I don't know if you'd say a victim or a culprit of procrastinating. How mm-hmm. have you tried? I wouldn't say how, how have you tried to minimize procrastination how do you as an individual uh minimize the procrastination i know of course there's one or two times when you still get back and you still procrastinate but how do you minimize it um i think to some degree it boils down to the simple simple things like writing down what your objectives for for your day i mentioned that went this from i think two three years ago about writing down what your objectives for for the day are in in as much as it will not 100 percent get rid of the habit of procrastination Mm -hmm. if something is right in front of you 
it's constant reminder to say I have to get it done. So what I usually do is I write on sticky notes to say one, I need to do this, two, three, and stick it somewhere on, on my laptop so that every time I am working, it constantly reminds me uh, not to procrastinate. And also the whole idea of tomorrow is, is not promised. Um, I may not have tomorrow to, to be great. Uh, I may not have time tomorrow to do something that would um, get my name to the books of history. So constantly reminding myself that the only time that I really have is is now it helps me not procrastinate much. Yeah, so like constantly reminding myself and writing down my objectives and goals for the day. Okay. So when do you when do you write down those objectives uh, for the day? Do you write them on the uh, what time do I watch time? If someone wants to know what time they should write those objectives, what's the best time to write them down? Um, okay. At times I do best practice. At times I do wrong practice. Best practice is the day before before going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, um, but at times I'll definitely write them first thing in, in the morning. Okay. Either way, it, it helps my, my day be guided. But best practice is is the night before, so that I one also write down what time they need to wake up if they're going to have a head start. Uh, okay, why why is writing them the day before the best practice though? <laughs> Um, I, I think as, as human beings, as far back as history goes, one, they, we've got two ways of, of remembering. Mm -hmm. So actually three, and it's, it's linked to our senses. So it's either you hear something, um, or you write, you see something. So it's either you hear something, you you see something, actually just two, it's either you hear or see. So when you write down um, and see that you're writing down, because human beings think in, we think in pictures. Uh, so as you write down to say, tomorrow I must wake up at 10 hours, that's something that's being imprinted on, on your subconscious. So that even as you are in your sleep, there's something ringing to say, um, I must be up at, at this particular time. So it's also good just for, for your memory because it's still stored in your subconscious to be there somewhere around, around your mind, yeah. Okay, and with objectives, you said you write down objectives. Is there a mm -hmm. preferred way or a standard number of objectives uh, or advisable number of objectives for someone to have in a day? Like how many should I have like two, one, 20 objectives of a day. What's the recommendation there? Um, for me, personally, I usually go for three. If I do the most, I go for, for five because mm. um, I'm, I'm trying to be as realistic as possible with, with, um, with myself and how my schedule is and also a lot happens during the day, so um, there might be some other distractions that happen that are beyond your control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's say work for a particular organization, um, and you had planned out to to do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things. Mm -hmm. Then you're called in for a meeting that takes about five hours. <laughs> That's taken up over about 70-75% of your yeah. eight hours at, at work. So the less that you have, 
the better. Yeah, okay. You see, so you because you now also, you know, when you talk about minimizing, uh, like maybe three, if you do the most, you get to five. Of course, mm-hmm. there's a level of that's we're talking about objectives. I'm, I'm assuming we're talking about objectives of work or business. How do, yeah, yeah, how yeah. do you now bring in the person? I, I don't know how, I don't know if personal is even the right term to use, mm-hmm, but how mm-hmm. do you bring in family? Because I mean, even work and business should be, is personal. So true, how true, do true, you true. balance, how do you now get to bring into balance the coffee that you talked about earlier, going for coffee with friends mm-hmm. or spending time, yeah. family and work or business? Mm-hmm, how do you juggle? I think that's one. Of, that's also another million-dollar question. How do you balance the two? All right. Um, so balancing a hundred percent is—I don't know about other people, but for me, it's never worked balancing a hundred percent. But the most that I try to do is I know my my weekends are definitely for for family. I know Sunday after church, I I do get to spend time with, with family. Yeah. At my worst. In a month, I'll maybe spend two Sundays with the family, maybe a two two hours. Then with friends, usually after five does work for me. Yeah, because I, I know after five, I'm not I'm not doing much. Maybe after that, the only time I start doing stuff is maybe 8 p.m., 9 p.m. So in between five and 8 p.m., I juggle my time around to, to spend time with, with friends. Then obviously we have people that we communicate with on, on a daily on a daily basis. Um, I'll give an example, say you're in a relationship. I'll give an example of myself. I'm in a relationship and obviously someone would not accept me going the whole day with not without talking to them. So I'd rather definitely. <laughs> yeah. So those those five, ten minute breaks that that you spend during your work hours at the best to catch up with friends, family, and and your loves. That's how I do my thing. Okay, interesting. Now that you even bring in the aspect of relationships, um, there's an aspect of where there's business demand, (laughs) work demand, there's relationship demand, there's family demand. How do you manage? Which, to some degree, can lead to stress, you know? So how do you you manage that stress of... (laughs) A, B, C, D, how do you do, you've written down your objectives, maybe let's say one, yeah, of, yeah. one of the tasks is of uh, it's taken longer time than you anticipated, mm-hmm. it's going to take me an mm-hmm. hour or two, but you're in the third hour or the fourth hour and you've got other engagements to do how do you handle that stress so to say mm. At, at times, I go with the roots of letting it flow. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, because the worst thing you can do when a car loses control is try to control it. Mm. So the best way to control a car that's out of control is slowly reducing the, the speed. So you let it flow, it takes you where it wants, but what you do is just pump on the, on the brakes bit by bit. So what, what I do on, 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 on managing stress that comes with work, uh, friends, family, loved ones, and the like is, even as I let it flow, um, I try to be as 
empathetic on myself as as I can be. I try to be as kind to to myself as I can be, and also remind myself to say I can only split myself in so many ways to to a certain degree. So if I know to say I will not manage to meet some of my objectives and obligations, I try to focus on one thing at at a go. I remember when my friend was giving me some good rebuke at some point because I was focusing on on so many things. He gave me this analogy of the word focus. He said, "Follow one course until success." Mm-hmm. So what I do basically is focus. I'll follow one course until success, then I can move on to to the other things. Then one of my mentors told me this thing about um leaving civilian affairs out civilian issues out of out of business. So there are times when um in as much as other areas of my life need attention. Mm-hmm. the most of my attention would definitely go go to go to business because at the end of the day some people that the attention in that moment will benefit from whatever results come from from my endeavors in in business okay yeah so it also comes down comes back to the area of prioritizing mm-hmm. but if it goes beyond and it's something that's an emergency that's very very serious i'd definitely stop on on the work and um attend to what's the most important to me which is friends and and family okay okay that's interesting uh to know now i think this is the last question that i have for you is why do you think time management or managing your time is important why do you think that's important uh that's a good and hard question um <laughs> <laughs> I would say time management is important because how you manage your time now determines where you will be tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so how you manage your seconds, minutes and hours today determines where you spend your entire day tomorrow. So for me that's the most important part of why management is it's very important. Mm-hmm. Then also um there's one of the first books I ever read in life um it's what's it called again talent is never enough it mentioned how because <clears throat> i'm obsessed with becoming a millionaire uh, at times i don't even have reasons why i want to become a millionaire but i want to become a millionaire so the author said um you can mess around with a millionaire's money it it doesn't matter because he will make that money again but one thing you should not mess up with is his time because time wasted is is never regained okay. yeah okay. and Yes yes and also uh being being a follower of Jesus and a believer it also shows that managing your time well is your gratitude to to God for for being on on the yeah, exactly. the bible asks us to 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 number our days in in other words it asks us to to manage our our time well yeah mm-hmm. so it's also gratitude to God to to manage your time well because then you're not taking the time that he's given you on earth granted so from from it being uh, how you manage your time today determines what will be tomorrow it's also gratitude to god for for being okay interesting so yeah uh, on that note that you talk about the importance of time management and i know you're just fresh out mm-hmm. of uh lakers game do you think the lakers <laughs> manage their time <laughs> do you think the lakers manage their time well <laughs> 
Uh, I would say they not they did not manage their first and sorry the, yeah like the the first two the quarters. last few minutes of their first of the first quarter the second quarter and the third quarter they did not manage it very well yeah. so the pressure that they brought in the fourth quarter was the pressure that they were supposed to bring in the first two quarters we, i would be talking championship rings right now yeah. but because of time not being well managed by by lakers in the first <laughs> few quarters it costed them winning the championship and going to to game six and it's no guarantee that they win the championship in in game six game yeah because if if hits win game six it means we'll be at par and would have to go to to game seven yeah so I think so. The whole aspect of of not managing well is um, you get to your destination later in in life. Yeah, same as children of Israel, not managing their their time well. So somewhere where they were supposed to get in forty days, it took them forty years. <laughs> so that's what happened to the Lakers. Today. I guess deadlines and writing down your objectives and probably the <laughs> Miami Heat. So now. We're seeing yeah, it. yeah, yeah. All right, man. True, Thank you true, so much true. for jumping on and joining on the podcast. I think I've learned a couple of things. Uh, thanks a lot for coming through. I will definitely be hitting you back up. So for anybody watching or listening right now, uh, you can catch mm-hmm. Niza has his own podcast. It's called Brand Aid uh, with Niza. Just anyway, before we even go, can you share yeah. what your podcast is about? I think it would be best if people hear it from you. All right, all right. Okay, first things first, before I even share about my podcast, I'm so grateful for, for this opportunity uh, to be on the Millennials Perspective podcast. It's not something I, I take lightly. Uh, so the Brand Aid podcast is a podcast that talks about digital marketing, branding, and personal development. So the goal of the podcast is to help small businesses and large businesses as well position themselves better, uh, mainly online. Okay. So that's that's what the podcast is about. Yeah. So the podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Castbox. It's on Deezer and Spotify. Awesome. Just search branded with Niza and you you will be good to go. Awesome. Yeah. So you hit it for yourself. Go check out the podcast. <laughs> subscribe, share it if you want some digital marketing and branding as well as personal development. So Niza man, yeah. thanks a lot for coming through. I appreciate you. I appreciate the knowledge that you Thank you, you so said. much for having me. <laughs> Please, next Thank you so much. Uh, right. After the Lakers game. <laughs> I definitely will. I'll drink some water. <laughs> I'm sure I'll feel better. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Thank you so much. Sure. All right. Cheers.